Hello, and welcome to the ninth installment of my podcast, Walking the Path with Rita Milios, Spiritual Sherpa and Holistic Wellness Coach. Today, we will look at the topic of affirmations and visualizations and maximizing their value as a mind tool. You're probably familiar with the concept of affirmations and visualizations, and you may already be using them as part of your personal growth plan, but it's possible that you're not using them to their fullest potential. So today I'd like to review the basics of using affirmations and visualizations and also offer you some advanced techniques that can help you take these important mind tools to the next level of effectiveness. So let's start with affirmations. Affirmations are positive statements that through repetition reach your subconscious mind and leave a deep impression changing your subconscious programming gradually as a repetition of a new message writes over a self-limiting belief script and replaces it with a more empowering one. Essentially putting your conscious intentions and desires in charge of your belief system rather than allowing old automated messages to remain in charge. It's important to learn the rules and tools for navigating your subconscious realm so that you can consciously and intentionally use your subconscious mind and all of its creative power. The mind tool of affirmations offers a simple and easy way to positively program your mind to create beliefs that support and empower you. So let's look at the rules for using affirmations. Affirmations work on the idea of repetition. Repeated statements work almost in the same way as creating a groove in a vinyl record. The more you repeat a statement or assert an idea, the deeper it is embedded into your brain and the more long-lasting its effect becomes. With affirmations, you choose statements to repeat over and over again throughout your day that are beneficial to you. You can use affirmations to plant positive seeds in your subconscious concerning any area of your life, as health, success, happiness, or even prosperity and wealth. There are three keys to creating great affirmations, affirmations that work. Number one, keep it simple. State your affirmation in the most concise, precise, and simple language as possible. Number two, keep it positive. Use positive statements only. Avoid words like not, won't, etc. because your subconscious mind does not easily process these qualifiers and they can easily get lost so that you may end up programming the opposite of what you intend should you use these words. So state your affirmations only in positive terms. Three, keep it in the now. Always make affirmations in the present tense. You can find numerous excellent affirmations in books or online and I will offer you some examples today. I also encourage you to make up your own affirmations. Your own affirmations have your own special energy. They ring a special bell within your subconscious mind. So don't hesitate to take a standard affirmation and make it your own. Tweak it till it feels right for you. Just keep in mind the three keys listed above. And a word about affirmations and belief. Use only affirmations that your subconscious mind can believe. For instance, if you're 300 pounds, don't make an affirmation that states, I'm 120 pounds, I am a size 6. It will probably be too difficult for your subconscious to believe this. 
because it's too different from your original experience and belief, and your subconscious may fight against the discrepancy. Similarly to the way your computer sometimes gets two conflicting instructions, and you see the little wheel spinning, indicating that it can't decide which instruction to follow. You don't have to give up your goal, however. Instead, if your goal is far different from your current reality, use the day-by-day, inch-by-inch strategy. Create first an affirmation that focuses on moving toward the final goal. For example, you might affirm that every day I'm getting thinner. Every day I am closer to my goal of 120 pounds. Once you do then get close, you change your affirmation to I am 120 pounds. This way your subconscious will have no conflict and will not present resistance. In addition to forming your affirmations correctly, utilize the following strategies as well. Speak your affirmations every day. Write your affirmations down and keep the message where you can see it regularly. Visualize your affirmations as living pictures of your goal having already been achieved. I'll discuss the advanced tips for using affirmations and visualizations a little bit later as one way of strengthening the power of each of these tools is to use them together. But first I'd like to offer you some sample affirmations and then discuss the basics of visualization before addressing these advanced suggestions. The best thing about affirmations is that you can create one for any occasion or goal. You can create generalized or overarching affirmations that cover every situation whether you have, you have thought of it or not. One of the best examples of this generalized type of affirmation is to state, affirm, and assert that everything that happens is for my highest good. Or simply, it's all good. Sometimes it may seem that such an affirmation is not working for you. We can all tend to feel that we're unlucky or out of favor when things aren't going well for us. But we need to remember that life is about learning lessons and gaining growth from a soul perspective. Sometimes difficult lessons are necessary, but they later prove to have created a positive outcome in the long term. I find that it is helpful to recall during trying times that the truism that states God works in mysterious ways is often at play. If I don't understand or like what is happening at the time, I turn back to my fundamental belief that all things do work for my highest good in the big picture's perspective. And of course, learning our lessons and not repeating them and their mistakes is also helpful in such circumstances. So now, here's some affirmations for specific situations. Affirmations for love. State the following. I love myself and I allow myself to be fully loved. I am grateful for the love that surrounds me. I deserve and experience an abundance of love. Affirmations for health. I am whole, healthy, and healed. My physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual bodies all work at their highest potential. I am grateful for my health, strength, and vitality. Affirmations for wealth. 
prosperity and wealth flows easily and effortlessly to me. I give valuable service and I am rewarded abundantly. I am aligned with the energy of abundance. Affirmations for success. I have infinite potential and success comes easily to me. I am worthy of all the good things that happen in my life. My success grows in limitless ways. Affirmations for happiness. I find joy in everything I do. My life is abundant with joy. Peace, happiness, and love are mine. You can use these examples or others that you create to imprint your sub into your subconscious beliefs that empower and support you. I'll be able to send you uh, hard copies of these affirmations along with the visualizations that we're going to cover soon if you need them. So you don't have to worry about remembering them now. Now we can turn to the tool of visualization. Visualization means to intentionally put pictures into your mind. For example, try to think of what you had for dinner last night. Think about the previous evening. What were you doing around dinner time? Who was there with you? Imagine yourself sitting at the dinner table. Look down at your plate. What do you see? When you do all this, you're visualizing. Visualizing helps you remember things. This is because memories are placed into our brains in picture form. But these are not flat one-dimensional photos. Memories are more like moving pictures, complete with all the action, thoughts, and feelings that were associated with the original event. By giving your mind a cue that hints at the original memory, you can bring forth forgotten information. You simply look back over the movie in your mind until you see what you need. But memories are just one form of visualization. We all have memories, so we all can visualize. But some people visualize better than others. For some people who are naturally highly visual, creating pictures in their minds comes quite easily. For others, though, who may be more oriented toward the auditory hearing or kinesthetic feeling states, visualization may take a little more practice. So why would anyone want to practice visualization? Because visualization can do much more than bring forth memories. Visualization can be creative, forming original pictures in your mind, pictures that you choose to put there. Actually, visualization can provide a bit of mental trickery. Visualization can give you the ability to create your own reality because our outer realities and our inner realities, our conscious and subconscious mind realities, always strive to match up with one another. Once an idea is real in your mind or your inner reality, it tends to try to become manifested in three-dimensional outer reality. And science is recognizing this fact more and more in the past decades. So to capitalize on this innate tendency, the trick is to be sure that you believe in your creation. And this is where visualization can help. Seeing is believing for most people. We tend to believe what we see with our own eyes. The same holds true for mental seeing. Visualizing a scene in your mind tends to make it more real to you. The more often and the more strongly that you are picturing something, the more that you become to believe in its reality. 
At first, visualization of a goal may seem forced and unnatural, but repeated visualizations like repeated affirmations slowly create a belief that the desired goal is possible, then probable, and finally, an actual fact. And once a goal has become real in your mind, once you believe it, it starts to become real in your life. And the better you become at visualization, the more creative energy you will have available to you to create your desired reality. So here are some step-by-step -step instructions for creating visualizations. Start by visualizing in the proper place. Close your eyes and look inside your mind. What do you see? Probably total blackness. So now start to imagine a scene in your mind, perhaps your dinner scene again. Where in your head is this taking place? For most people, visualizations are pictured somewhere in the area of the forehead, often right between the eyebrows. While this is okay, it's more effective to move, to move your mind movies out and away from your head, just a little bit. Picturing your scene between your eyes takes more concentration because your eyes instinctively follow your inward gaze. So moving your mind movie screen out about six inches from your face into space allows you to relax more and to have more spontaneous creative images. So close your eyes and imagine a movie screen, or if you prefer, a blackboard. About six inches up and away from your face and a couple of inches above your eyes. And this is where you should make your mental pictures. First, practice making mental pictures with some simple exercises. Imagine or draw on your screen or blackboard a geometric figure, such as a square, a circle, or a triangle. Keep visualizing this picture over and over again for about 20 seconds. And each time your mind wanders, simply bring it back, reproducing the image over and over again. And then repeat this exercise with the other geometric figures. Then on your mental screen or your blackboard, imagine a stick figure or a figure like the Pillsbury Doughboy. You don't need to get details. Most people really don't see details such as hair and eyes on their figures. In fact, when you see an image or visualization, it's usually in the form of a thought picture. It's sort of mixed between an actual image and just the thought of it. So don't expect pictures like you see on television. Trying too hard to get a good visualization will hamper your results. Sometimes you sense an image more than you see it. Now, scan your figure with your mental eye. Notice the size, shape, and sex of the imagined figure. Note any feelings or impressions you have about it. Then imagine this figure slowly starting to become active and beginning to move. It might start to walk, jog, or play basketball, or whatever. And then bring another figure into the picture. On your mental screen, see a second figure interacting with the first. Have them talk, shake hands, become animated, and argue or laugh together. Practice creating mental pictures in your mind until you can comfortably imagine and visualize many types of scenes. Creating your own vivid scenes is the key to using visualization. Practice these simple exercises until you become a natural at visualization. 
And after you've mastered the process of visualization, you can put it to use by visualizing some special goals. As well as making daily affirmations, you can enhance your potential for reaching your goals by using special visualizations to make your requests to the universe. Here are a few specialty type visualizations that are very helpful to use. First, a visualization for health. Picture yourself on your mental screen, seeing yourself at your healthy best. Imagine yourself strong, vital, and healthy as you make your health affirmations. If there are any areas in your body that need attention, imagine each area specifically, seeing it whole, complete, and healed of whatever ailment it once had. Make an affirmation that the ailment is now healed. You might want to imagine a healing light permeating every cell of the affected area. Then see yourself joyfully experiencing freedom from this ailment. Move the body part freely, breathe deeply, whatever is required to show that this body part has no longer any effects of illness or affliction. End this visualization by giving thanks for your perfect health. You can also do this visualization for others, imagining them on your mental screen. Next, a visualization for prosperity. See yourself experiencing wealth. What kinds of possessions would you have? What would your bank statement look like? Visualize yourself using and enjoying your prosperity. Also, and this is very important, visualize the good that can come from your increased prosperity. Perhaps you have plans to help others in some way. Anytime you use your prosperity to help others, you increase your potential for prosperity becoming a permanent part of your life. Because your loving attitude about prosperity and plenty increases your wealth. Think of money as freedom, as a tool to help you do what is best for yourself and for others. But you don't always have to give money away to use your increased prosperity to help. If, for instance, your increased wealth allows you to hire help to do jobs that you once had to do yourself, this too can do good for others. Say you hire a cleaning lady to clean your house or a boy to mow your lawn. Now you have more free time and energy. The question is, what will you do with this time and energy? Use it only selfishly, thinking only of yourself? Or will you spend the time with family and friends, increasing the bonds between you? Will you, do, will you use this time to do something to help others? Perhaps there's a special job or some volunteer work that you've been wanting to do but never got around to. If you use your prosperity wisely, more will come to you. Think of your wealth as freedom, security, and added power and potential to help others. When you want to create prosperity, such an attitude is everything. A visualization for success. Picture your success in specific positive images. See yourself performing a service of your choice that others need and appreciate. See yourself being congratulated and praised for your good work. Imagine that you have a never-ending supply of people who value and want your services and see yourself enjoying your work, feeling proud and happy that you can provide this worthwhile service. 
If you're not happy with your present job, see yourself working and doing the kinds of things you would really like to be doing. Imagine yourself in the type of environment you feel best at. Home, at an office, outside, working, or alone, or working with others. Then give thanks for this new and wonderful job. And you don't have to know exactly what the job is. You can leave that up to the universe. Just see yourself acting and interacting in ways that would be happening in a job that you really enjoyed and felt yourself able to do good at. And then see yourself depositing a paycheck into your bank account. And this check shows the amount of money that you need and desire from this work. Now, visualization for happiness. Imagine the kinds of things you want and need to be truly happy in your life. Affirm that you have these things in your life as you visualize them. See yourself and your loved ones interacting in loving, pleasant ways. Visualize a peaceful scene where your best wishes have come true and give thanks for the happiness in your life. There are unlimited ways to visualize. Make your visualizations unique and real according to your desires. Always remember to visualize the positive outcome of your goal. Visualize the good that will result from having achieved your goal. Visualize yourself appreciative and thankful. The universe does like to be thanked. Okay, now a visualization for emotional healing. Not only can you program for goals and desires with your visualization, you can reprogram old hurts and change old productive, non-helpful, limiting attitudes in your mind. Using visualization for emotional healing is something that you can do alone if you're committed to looking deeply and openly into your own mind. And if your emotional traumas are not too extensive, you can probably use visualization on your own to help you positively transform your emotional state. However, if your scars are very buried very deeply, or are related to particularly traumatic events, you may want to seek professional help in facilitating your personal transformation. You can tell when you're too upset to work with the visualization or when you get stuck and nothing seems to work, that you possibly have gone as far as you can alone. At those times, there's nothing wrong with seeking help from qualified professionals for your mental and emotional life. Just use your intuition to guide you. For most people, however, visualization can be a tool in helping them uncover and reprogram their own mental patterns. Following are several visualizations to help you speak directly to your subconscious and to reprogram these patterns that are not helpful to you in your present life. The small child visualization is especially good for reprogramming very old beliefs and attitudes. In this visualization, you meet yourself as you were when you were a child. You then go back to an old feeling or problem and mentally visualize its solution. Even, even if you don't know the exact problem, by tapping into anxieties, feels, fears, or negative feelings, you can get in touch with the mental program associated with them and change it. You may want to go through the small child visualization several times, each time dealing with a new problem or feeling. An especially difficult problem may take several repeated visualizations to clear out all of the negative energy associated with the original mental program. Just follow your intuitive feelings. They will tell you when you have repeated your visualization enough times. 
you will know also if a sense of peace comes over you during the visualization. The small child visualization heals subconsciously stored painful memories that affect your attitudes, your beliefs, and your values. They most these attitudes, beliefs, and values most especially affect your self-esteem and the beliefs that you subconsciously hold about yourself. So if you find yourself trying again and again and yet failing to reach a goal, you can be certain that subconsciously held beliefs are holding you back. For instance, I'm not good enough, I'm not competent, I don't deserve this, etc. Don't let these old error patterns in thinking hold you back any longer. Use the small child visualization to bring the truth to your inner mind and let the truth set you free. Here's how you do it. First, relax yourself completely, slowing your breathing and allowing all your muscles to relax. Attune to your inner processes and allow yourself to get into a relaxed meditative state. Use progressive muscle relaxation if needed, but focusing closely on your breathing is often all that's needed. Then imagine that you're in a beautiful meadow. Look around and see the emerald green grass gently swaying in the breeze. Smell the fresh earthy smell and feel the warmth of the sun relaxing you even further. And begin to walk forward in this beautiful meadow. As you walk forward, notice in the distance a small child and know that this child is you. See yourself at an age, at a time when you are, were in need of something or you were having a problem of some kind. Take a good look at this small child that is you. Look at the clothes, note what color they are and how they're made. Pay particular attention to the child's face. Look deeply into the child's eyes and see the feelings there. Sense any pain, sadness, or fear. Become one with these feelings as you walk closer and closer to the child. When you have reached the child that is you, sit down with him or her. Let the child talk, telling you all of his or her feelings. Open your heart and feel the pain or sadness with the child. Then tell the child that you have come to help. You, with all your strength, understanding, and wisdom as an adult, will take care of things. You can and will take away the pain, fear, and sadness. Tell the small child that everything is okay and that the child will feel these upsetting feelings no longer. Then look deeply into the eyes of the small child that is you and promise that you will always be there to help whenever this child needs you. Remember that this child is you and you as an adult have the power to change things. So tell the child to turn the problems over to you, the adult. Now draw the small child close to you and feel the pain, sadness, and fear of the child leaving the small child and transferring to you. Tell the small child that you love him or her and ask for a token of his or her affection, a smile or a word. Then gently say goodbye and send the small child on his or her way, free of the burden that he or she came with. Wave goodbye, reminding the child that you will always return when needed. Watch the small child that was you Go away, free and happy. 
Now you, as the adult, with the feelings, worries, and problems of the small child, begin to walk back across the soft green meadow. With each step, feel yourself releasing the energy of the problem or concern that you hold, that was the child's, into the air. See it and feel it as a dark fog or a cloud dissipating into a bright golden sun. With each step, release the problem and the negative self-beliefs that the problem caused more and more. With each step, feel the freedom even more. And know that finally, as you do this, the problem and negative beliefs are gone. They've been dissipated. Taking a deep breath, filling your lungs with the beautiful golden sunlight and say, I release this situation to the light. And then smiling to yourself and feeling at peace, walk to the edge of the beautiful green meadow. Breathe in a few cleansing, energizing breaths and open your eyes, feeling refreshed, relaxed and totally at peace. Now let's look at a forgiveness visualization. Another kind of problem that we all have is forgiveness. Often we harbor resentments toward other people. These people may not even be aware that we're upset, but they have hurt us in some way, or at least that is our perception. This resentment and non-forgiveness, however, eats away at us, causing us much suffering. Think for a moment what happens as you hold on to this kind of resentment. You're holding tight onto negative feelings between you and the person that you choose not to forgive. The emotional tie binds you like no other tie can. By not forgiving a person, you committed yourself to wearing this person around your neck like a stone. Yet for most of us, when we resent someone, that's the last place we want to have them. Not only that, non-forgiveness can affect your well-being. A non-forgiving, non-trusting, hostile attitude has been linked to heart disease and, heart and high blood pressure, along with other illnesses and problems. Because of the negative energy and resentments that non-forgiveness creates in your mind, they are very unhealthy emotions. Isn't it a good idea to get rid of these kind of emotions? Forgiveness is not only vital to your well-being, it's essential to your happiness. Forgiveness leads the way to self-respect and self-acceptance and a positive, optimistic attitude for you. By forgiving, you release from yourself a large amount of negative energy, which creates a void in your subconscious that, that you can then fill with loving, positive energy. You feel freedom from the negative emotional bond with the other person, and you feel at peace with yourself for having done the right thing. You feel proud of yourself and more loving to yourself. Finally, if it really bothers you to think about forgiving someone who's hurt you deeply, remember this, they never have to know. You forgive mainly for yourself. You forgive for the good that it does for you. Perhaps later you will have a change of attitude and decide to mend fences with the other person, but till then forgiving without telling them, you do it for your own health and your peace of mind. Do you have someone you need to forgive? It could even be yourself, your present self or your past self. Let go of the resentment and negative energy that hurts you more than anyone else by using the forgiveness visualization. 
And here it is. Find a comfortable place and relax your body completely. Attune to your inner processes and allow yourself to relax in a quiet meditative state. As you relax completely, see in your mental screen a stage like actors and actresses use. On this stage, see both yourself and the person that you need to forgive. First, state your resentments and the reasons for your anger and resentment to the other person. Take as much time as you need to let out all of your frustration, anger, and hurt. Get all of these feelings out into the open and make it perfectly clear how you feel. Then, give the other person a turn. Stand quietly as the other person tells his or her side of the story, the reasons why he or she acted the way they did. Don't interrupt, just listen, and you may be surprised at what you hear. When the other person finishes, send him or her love. Imagine it as a large pink cloud emanating from your heart and passing between the two of you to envelop this other person. As the pink cloud surrounds the other person, see the image of this person begin to fade and dissipate into the cloud until they become just a part of the cloud itself. And then see the pink cloud dissipate completely until there's nothing left of it. As it dissipates, say to yourself, I forgive you. I release you from my life. Say this three times and feel the weight lifting from your shoulders. Feel the exhilaration and freedom. Feel the peace of mind and bask in the positive emotions for a moment. Then say to yourself, I love and I approve of myself. Finally, taking a few deep breaths and return to your waking state, opening your eyes, feeling refreshed and rejuvenized, rejuvenated, and feeling full of loving energy. I hope you find these visualizations helpful. You might want to tape them and use them as guided imageries. If you'd like, I can send you a printout of one or more of these visualizations or the affirmations we discussed earlier. Just send a request to me via email at readamilios at gmail.com and I'll ha be happy to send copies. I also have additional special visualizations that we don't have time to share here today, including an empowered self-visualization to connect you with your highest potential, a chakra energy visualization to open your chakras, a love energy visualization to enhance your intention of sending love to counteract conflictual relationship energy, and a brain balancing visualization for enhancing communication between the two sides of your brain, among others. Upon request, I'll be happy to send the text of any of these to you as well. You can also find many examples of visualizations and guided imagery meditations online. So now, Last but not least, the advanced tips for increasing both the potential of your affirmations and your visualizations. You can use affirmations and visualizations together as a double whammy for creating belief in your desired goal. One or the other alone will work, but by using the two together, your success will come easier and faster. Visualize your desired goal while you repeat your affirmation for it. Create a scene in your mind where you see yourself already having achieved your goal. See yourself doing what you would be doing, saying what you would be saying, 
feeling what you would be feeling once your goal has been achieved. By making your visualizations vivid, active, and exciting, you will add energy to them. To further increase their power, you can add visualizations and affirmations to your meditations. When you're meditating, you're connecting more deeply with your inner mind. So you have greater potential to imprint messages and images and allow them to become instructions for your subconscious to act upon. If you make setting intentions and giving goal assignments to your subconscious, a regular part of your meditation, this will greatly increase your success. And now another tip, be wary of worry. Remember that when we worry, we see and affirm that which we don't want to happen. Remember, your subconscious mind doesn't discriminate. It takes all visualized impressions as actual intentions. So <clears throat> once you realize how counterproductive worrying is to your goals, discipline yourself to refuse to entertain worrying thoughts. Stop any worry thought in its track immediately when you realize you're having it and immediately change the channel in your mind so that you change it to what you do want instead of what you don't want. It's often a good idea to have a standardized change thought already identified for typical worries, one that you can automatically change to an affirming and visualizing without having to think of a new alternative while you're mired in the worry energy. You can quickly and easily switch to a pre-programmed replacement. Each time you make such a mental switch, you will be reinforcing the training of your mind to choose only to increase energy in those situations that are positive and affirming for you. Since we often worry about those we love and care about, it's important to realize that we may be actually less effective in affirming and visualizing positive outcomes for situations that involve the special people in our lives. This is because worry, whether consciously recognized or not, is always present in our subconscious minds. And when we visualize and program for a particular outcome, that worry energy may also be picked up and it will dilute the power of our intended positive messaging. I often use what I call the up, across, and down technique in such cases. I visualize sending positive energy up to my guides, angels, and helpers across from them to the guides, angels, and helpers of my loved one, and then down from my loved one's guides and angels to them. In this way, my worry energy has been filtered out and is not attached to the energy that finally reaches my loved one, so it doesn't interfere. On a similar note, if you wish to send healing light or positive energy to someone who may be actively dying, perhaps someone you know, or someone who even have, you've seen in an auto accident that you may pass by, Resist the urge to send your energy directly to them, as their exiting spirit may be drawn to you as the closest source of light that they see at that moment when their spirit is leaving the body. Instead, use the up, across, and down technique and safely send your positive energy to the intended recipient. However, when sending energy to support someone you care about, if there are not any worries to guard against, you can safely visualize a beam of light expressing love, healing, encouragement, etc., traveling heart to heart between your heart and the heart of your recipient. I call this a heart to heart visualization. 
As a mother, I find this very effective for sending general support and loving energy to family members. You can also use Mother Mary as a guide if it is your child that you're sending energy to, whether you're Catholic or not. Mother Mary has a special connection to a mother's pleas for assistance, and when she adds her special mother energy to your visualization, it becomes especially empowering. Visualize Mother Mary as the guide that you send energy to and ask her to facilitate the transfer of energy to your child's guides and to also add her own special energy to boost its effectiveness. If you're not confident in your ability to achieve a goal, if you think there could be some subconscious pushback against your goal, you can avoid the subconscious conflict and any diminishing of your affirmations and visualizations as potential by using the inch-by-inch inch technique outlined earlier to program your mind for your goal. It's advisable to recognize that your subconscious likely always has an opposing agenda and is therefore it has likely been pushing back against a goal in any situation that has persisted for a long time without a solution. Otherwise, the desired change would not be so difficult to achieve. Another thing to think about is that often the pushback is from your inner self protecting you from a belief that is counterproductive to your well-being. For instance, your inner self may be resistant to allow you to lose weight if you believe that you are not acceptable or worthy as you currently are, and that you must lose weight in order to become acceptable. So in such a case, to dispense with the subconscious resistance, also affirm that I am perfect just as I am, and I am also perfect in any ways that I choose to change. So no matter where you are in your um, weight loss journey, you are perfect and right as you are, and you're perfect and right and acceptable in any future changes. Finally, there's a technique to add extra energy and power to visualization as you project them out into the universe to do their work. First, focus in the area of your third eye as you create your visualization, and then connect to your heart and increase the feelings that are related to this particular visualization in your heart. Once you have maximized the feelings and sensations in your heart, then imagine bringing this expanded heart energy up to your third eye and combining it with the visual image of your goal. Project these two combined energies out into the universe as one, blasting them out from your third eye, imagining these highly charged visualization energies being sent off to your guides and angels and any other universal sources that may be involved in manifesting your goal so that they can then be processed in the higher realms and be made ready to send down to you. Sometimes you may have to choose to visualize a certain goal multiple times in this way if it's especially important to you. However, use your intuition to discern when you've given it enough power and repetition and then stop visualizing at that point and just assume that your work is done and you need only to wait patiently with gentle expectation for its manifestation. Otherwise, if you continue to visualize and send out your request endlessly, you are in effect still holding it in your sphere of influence and the universe's sources are not free to take it from you. It is tempting to over-program and over-visualize when we are eager regarding a particular goal, 
but this is counterproductive. Trust your intuition to tell you when you have, it, have done enough and it's time to let go and let God, as the saying goes. Sometimes, if necessary, I imagine a large pair of scissors cutting the cord of energy between myself and my visualizations. As I affirm that I'm turning this over now, I trust that whatever is for the highest good for myself and for all concerned will become manifested. Okay, that's it for today's podcast. Thanks so much for listening. As always, feel free to contact me with questions or comments, or as I mentioned above, request for resources, such as the affirmations and visualizations we covered. Email me at ritamilios at gmail.com. And remember, I'm available for individual spiritual path coaching or for group training for therapists and coaches. To everyone who listened today, thanks again. I wish you always blessings on your path.